Welcome to another episode of the Prout Rev podcast, and I'm your host for today, Dada Veda Pragyananda, or many people call me Dada Veda. And today I want to speak on a subject which I think is very important, especially in light of the January 6th insurrection at Capitol Hill. So my topic is provocative a little bit. It's called the Achilles heel of American democracy. So there is a, I think, in the very Constitution itself, a built-in weakness that we have, and it could even undo the continuity of American um, governance. So before I go jump into it, I want to say one thing also. I'm not a romantic when it comes to um, talking about uh, the USA and the American experience, um, the American democracy, because it's always been a limited democracy. It's, it's a democracy, you could put parentheses or, or quotations around it, because in the very beginning, of course, it was, um, it was really property owners who were really enfranchised, and, and there was many slaves, and, and what to speak of the indigenous people who were actually being hunted down and killed. So it's a very imperfect um, experiment in history and and the whole um, the issue of the Civil War and the slavery and so much bloodshed and Jim Crow and you, you can go on and on even up to the present day where you have uh, gerrymandering and voter disenfranchisement uh, voter suppression so many things are there so it's not a perfect democracy so it's and, and it's been governing a, a system which is imperialistic, if you really want to um, use the really strict definition of it. Um, it's extended its, its reach beyond the borders of, of, the of the place where it's supposed to be governing. So I'm not a romanticist, you know, to say that American democracy is the greatest thing that ever happened. But one thing that has happened in it, and that has been good, is that it has... It has been continuous that people, there's elections held and then the, the person who lost goes away, the person who wins comes in. And, and it's been a steady stream in that way with, with a few um, problems here and there, and especially the Civil War was a huge problem. But generally, it's when compared to many other uh, similar parliamentary democracies around the world, it's been doing a pretty good job in that sense. But we have, within the U.S. Constitution, there's a hallowed, the Bill of Rights is, is a hallowed uh, part of that because that's what people say, that's what really um, gives people their, their rights and protects um, people from so many different kinds of injustice. And so, so that's been enshrined, you know, but, you know, if you go to um, the civics courses and, and people, you learn that. But today now, people are treating some parts of that Constitution as if it was a commandment of God. And especially the Second Amendment is almost revered as like the Second Commandment of God. And that Second Amendment is, has done something really terrible, especially if you look at it now um, in the present context. But it has flooded this nation with arms. <coughs> Excuse me flooded it with, with arms. And, and these arms are not for hunting 
and um, they're, they're more than hunting weapons. And one thing about the Second Amendment also, uh, it doesn't have a hallowed history. In fact, I, I read recently one book, it's called Loaded, A Disarming History of the Second Amendment, written by Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz. And her main premise, and I think it's a valid one, is that the reason why that Second Amendment is there is that the framers of the Constitution wanted the populace to have guns because they had. there were two main reasons why guns were necessary in the early republic. One was to hunt down the indigenous people, to fight against the, uh, the Native Americans, and two was to cement and, and, and upheld the system of slavery, to catch the runaway slaves and also to, to keep the enslaved peoples in their place. So this is, um, it's not a very great history, you know, so you can't say that, oh, the founding fathers were so wise and noble and, no, they were slave owners, you know, many of them. So it's not, we shouldn't um, put American democracy on a pedestal. But it has done a, a fairly good job in being continuous and being peaceful and, and being civil. And also one thing which I always say about the American experiment is that many people did seek refuge here from overseas and, and they found a place and if they were white, they could just blend in and just didn't matter what language they previously spoke. They learned English and they became American. So it, it was very good in that way. There was some, there were some good parts of it. But right now, um, we've seen with this um, January 6th insurrection that that um, democratic experiment is on, on, a, um, on a flimsy basis because... One of the political parties now has basically, you can say, a paramilitary arm. Yes, there are armed militias, people with weapons that far exceeded a need to hunt or to even self-defense, and they parade on the streets, and they have come out in recent elections, you know, threatening people and frightening people. And when push came to shove, they were ready to, to um, use violence to... Um, overturned the result of an election. So this is a, it's just a, it's a smoking, um, or if not a smoking time bomb, it's a, it's a ticking time bomb. And because it's not possible for uh, democracy, parliamentary democracy to exist when, um, when the armaments is, is there in the hands of people and they're ready to use them to overturn the election. And... Um, one thing, you know, you, you may say, well, that, that coup didn't work out. But one thing in history, we know that in 1923, Hitler was in Munich at a beer hall, and then he, he got up and then he declared a, a new republic or a new government, and, and, you know, he marched on the streets, and then they were put down. It was a, kind of a joke in a way, but he was put in jail. And then when he got out, the people said, oh, he's reformed, he's a good guy now. But 10 years later, after 1920, in 1933, he was the chancellor of the country, and then strict, he cracked down like anything. So it's, it's, we shouldn't um, take any um, solace in the fact that the insurrection was unsuccessful. And what we should do 
I'm saying something which is almost unthinkable um, in, on the American scene is really it's time to repeal that Second Amendment. It's it's not a commandment of God. You know, people, my Second Amendment rights. And one thing that's also um, important to know, even if that amendment is repealed, it doesn't mean that that nobody will ever be allowed to have guns or anything like that. But we have to take that uh, constitutional back in, away from it, or else it becomes very difficult to, to control. So, of course, this country, the USA, has so far higher rates of mass shootings, gun homicides, gun suicides. It's, it's really a menace to, to health, and it's a menace to governance. So I don't, actually, I don't think that I think it's the declining phase of, of the American experiment is coming now, and but still, it's worth preserving it, it, what it, for whatever it is. It's it's there's some good parts worth preserving, but if the people who are really serious about preserving what they consider to be the noble American democracy, then they should take um, heed and they should do something about this. Um, Weakness. It's a, it's an Achilles heel. Uh, it's an Achilles heel that's at the could be the undoing of the whole American system because once different parties with different interests have their their backing and they can intimidate um, different branches of the government, we're in a shaky situation. So that's my thought. I don't know, expect it to be popular, uh, but I really feel that. That time has come to, if people, they want to um, continue this experiment in democracy, then this issue, this Second Amendment, this gaping um, loophole has to be, has to be um, addressed. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, whether it's related to, to progressive utilization theory or not, basically our, situa- our um, position is that democracy is not a perfect system. It's um, the best of many imperfect ones that have been created. And, and in the future, people will uh, devise ways to how to, to improve upon it. But for the instant now, I really think that um, those people who really, especially who, who really invested in American democracy, they should really uh, pay attention to the, this gaping problem in our system of governance. So that's all for now. And if you want to know more about Prout or the progressive utilization theory, visit our websites, prout.info and um, proutalliance.org, which is based in the USA. Prout Info is from Europe, but it's global in scope. And if you like this podcast and you want to hear more of them, then wherever you are, subscribe to the podcast. And if you have anything um, to say to us and you want to feedback, you want to give us some suggestions or give us some comments, just email is really the best way. Send it to info at proutalliance.org. So thanks for listening and um, we hope to see you back again and um, take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.